0: wake up sleepy heads yeah.
1: What's going on everybody Rick here driving down the road it's another wonderful morning hope you're having a wonderful Monday morning and uh, I'm just hitting the road getting going and ready for another episode I'm wide awake ready to go looks like it's gonna be a, a gorgeous day so uh, I hope you have a wonderful day as well I hope you get your coffee going maybe let go my ego a little bit maybe some pancakes Whatever floats your boat. I did see some new, uh, I don't know if they're new or not, but the new Oreo cereal. I keep saying new, because they're new to me, because I saw them for the first time. But Oreo cereal, that's the vanilla Oreo cookies, I guess you'd say, in milk. That sounds amazing. I would eat a whole box right now if I could, but apparently that's just not gonna happen. So yeah, lots of stuff to talk about today. Uh, Hopefully you've been checking out the other episodes and kind of getting a feel for this thing. So don't forget, this is totally driven by you. I mean, I'm driving the car, but the show is driven by you. So if you have any comments, hey, Rick, I'm enjoying the show. You know, make sure you drop me a line either on the Facebook page or go to the email, which is undermywheelspod at gmail.com and just say, hey, enjoying it, having a blast. Furthermore, you could do me even a bigger favor. And go to iTunes if you're listening there, and just leave me a little short review and a rating, and that really helps people start checking the show out and get more people on the road with us. So if you would, uh, if you're so inclined, if you would, I would appreciate you going and doing that for me. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into this. I've, I've kind of renamed a few things here, and we'll see how this works. Some things stick, some things they don't. But uh, today is Monday, like I said, and we're going to kick off with something that I call That's News to Me. Some just crazy, outrageous news stories that I saw that I thought we definitely need to talk about a little bit. And the first thing I saw that was pretty outrageous was uh, Wall Street Bull. You know, the bull that they have downtown in New York, out in front of Wall Street. It says, the Wall Street Bull is covered in sex toys and ridden by Vladimir Putin. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, did he do that while he was here visiting or, you know, what's the deal there? Is that like some kind of Russian, you know, ritual that they do? Uh, We must ride the bull with the sex toys or I'm going home or no deal. Something like that. Uh, Some stuff you, I don't know, maybe you could make this up. I guess you could make this up. But the problem is, is there's an actual picture of it too. So. If you're on a quest for something weird to see, look up Vladimir Putin riding the Wall Street bull with six toys attached all over it. It's a, it's a way to start off your day. Next we'll move into something a little more serious. And this is in New Jersey, which, you know, all things serious happen in New Jersey. But it says, the New Jersey superintendent accused of pooping on high school track resigns. <laughs> And it actually says pooping. That's what's great about it. New Jersey superintendent accused of pooping on high school track resigns. <laughs> and here's the thing about it: I don't. It, from the story, it says uh, it, it calls the guy's name. I'm not going to call him out. So, is <laughs> accused of repeatedly pooping on the track and football field at home High School. <laughs> repeatedly. This wasn't a one-time thing like, oh man, I'm not gonna make it to the toilet, I got to go. No, man, this is apparently this day's daily, dually, daily routine is to go out here and drop trowel out on the track and just uh, TCB, take care of a little business there. So yeah, yeah, I would imagine with the way technology is now that you can't just go and do that stuff without being seen on a camera or something. So I don't really know what this guy was thinking. I don't know if this is a I-can't-help-it thing, <laughs> or he was doing this out of spite. I mean, I would lean towards the second, but who knows? You never can tell. So let's move on to another one of just no explanation needed, I guess, or I wouldn't want to know the explanation. It says, Nude Man exercising at Planet Fitness <laughs> was arrested, because he thought it, but he thought it was a judgment-free zone. Yeah, you seen the commercial say, "Hey, no judgment here. You come in and do your workout, dude." Probably saw the commercial and said, "I'm gonna go do some yoga naked." <laughs> and uh, hey, I thought this was a no judgment zone. No, we're not judging, you know, your abilities, sir. We're just saying that uh, there are laws. Yeah, they said that the police found him in a yoga type position. <laughs> Oh man, that's just fantastic. So yeah, there you go. That's the kind of weird news I want to pull up here on That's News To Me. Now we're going to move right into what I call TV and movie news. Haven't really got a name for that yet. I guess that might stick. We'll just leave it at that. And uh, some interesting things going on. I see where... um, Here's a good one right here. It says Sin City creator Frank Miller Regains the tim- the <laughs> regains the film, regains the film and TV rights uh, back from for Sin City stuff. So that's pretty interesting. And the reason that happened is because you know you get the Weinstein Group, who's claimed bankruptcy. So it was a prime opportunity, I guess, for for Frank Miller, which by all means deserves the rights to this stuff. It's his creation to be able to take his his product, his creation back, and kind of do whatever he wants to with it. So uh, you know that's. That's good news, man, because if he decided to make a series, a TV show, whatever, that's totally in his decision. I think that's a good deal. And <laughs> Here's another interesting one. It says, Sony is developing a Rumpelstiltskin movie with Peter Dinklage to star. Yeah. Uh, who's your other choices? Warwick Davis, I guess. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Do we need a Rumpelstiltskin movie? Just saying. I mean, most of the time when we make them, it's going to be a horror B-grade movie. Sony's cranking this thing out. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what they got in mind. But uh, Pete always does a great job. Good actor. So we'll see how this works out. And here's something interesting for all the horror fans out there. It says the Halloween 2018 m- movie has a has a feature of Dr. Loomis' vocal cameo. So we get to hear a little Dr. Loomis in there somewhere. So that's kind of a cool deal. You always kind of wonder about that kind of stuff. You know, with the age that we're in now, do we superimpose him in? Do we get some young guy, we dress him up to look like him, like like we did in the Star Wars stuff? Um, I like the idea of at least him being mentioned, because if you come out of the first movie, you, you gotta have it there somehow. So. We'll see how that ties in, but uh, I'm glad that the, that they're going to feature him in the movie. I think that's a great idea. You can't really have the bad guy without the good guy. Loomis is our good guy, so uh, crazy and wacky as he is, he's our good guy. So yeah, I'm glad about that. That's pretty much all I have for the TV and movie news. But what we do have is a couple of movies to talk about in what we call the trailer park. So we're going to go down to the trailer park and see what's happening. So basically what the trailer park is, is just all the new up-and-coming trailers that are coming out that I've had a chance to kind of check out. And the first one I've seen is, uh, you know, they're working on this new Slenderman movie, which is, you know, covered in controversy because of lawsuits, people claiming that Sony doesn't have the rights to make the movie, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's another video game movie. Chances of those working as well as planned is usually, you know, 3 out of 10. Not a lot of good odds, but who knows? I mean, Sony's doing it. They're not known to take huge gambling risk. So we'll see what happens there. Except for they're going to make a Ruppestiskin movie. Yeah, maybe things have changed. I don't know. The other thing I got to check out is this new movie called Happy Time Murders. And I don't know if y'all have seen this or not, but you might want to check it out. Uh, A lot of my horror buddies will know exactly what I'm talking about when I say Meet the Feebles because there's a movie that Peter Jackson did before he became THE Peter Jackson. He made several really low-budget gore-fests, and he made one called Meet the Feebles, which is basically a a movie about the Muppets behind the scenes, like if they were real people, the things that, you know, goes on behind the scenes. And you got, you know, drug usage, you know, uh, you got prostitution, all these things going on. Well, this looks a lot like that, except they're incorporating having real people on here, too. And it's got Melissa McCarthy in it. I, I don't know about this. It looks funny to me. Uh, from what I've seen, I may be wrong on this, but so far what I've seen, it says it's got an X rating. Uh, you look at, like with the Sausage Party that came out, which was I thought was just not very good at all. This thing could fall in that same kind of trope where you're taking something you grew up with as a kid and turning it into something adult. Uh, it's not the first time it's been done. But this really looks like they just kind of took the idea of Meet the Feebles, you know, and incorporated real people like the Muppet movies would. So we'll see about this. Uh, if you're interested, go check out the trailer. The Melissa McCarthy thing was the only thing I was kind of questioning. It's like, wow, what a weird career choice, (laughs) which, well, well, like she's known for making great career choices. Anyways, I think she's funny. Uh, We'll see about this. From what I've seen so far, everybody mistakes her for a man, so that's kind of funny, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what I think about this. Happy Time Murders, that's what it's called, so you might want to check that out. So that's all I have for Trailer Park this episode, and that's going to move me right into... 80s song of the day. You know I can't let you go. Let you go. We're not even getting there, but I can't let you have an episode go past and not have an 80s song of the day. Why? Well, one, because it's my show, and I happen to really love the 80s. And I picked one that I've always, always been a fan of. Uh, It's a Kim Wilde song, early 80s. And I think it's so ironic because the song is, you know, the kids in America, but she's not American. So, I always kind of found that interesting, even with the people in the bank. We're the kids. We're the kids. We're the kids in America. Yeah, obviously not American. So, uh, maybe I missed the point. Maybe they're making fun of kids in America. Who knows? All I know is this is an awesome song. Go ahead, get your headphones out. If you're in your car, crank it up. Let's have some fun. It's early 80s. Here's Kids in America. the song. I love the the punky attitude. Kim Wilde was not known to be really punky. Doesn't matter. It's it's just that new wave kind of movement that was going on. It's a fun song. So coming out of that, I'm going to talk about something else. I've I've tried to divide my days up here to where they kind of signify something specifically. And I've been thinking of little catchphrases whatever, and I come up with Metal Monday. Everybody knows I'm a big metal head from back in the day. If you want to call it metal, It's it's the the hair band, the hard rock stuff. That's kind of what was happening in my my youth. And I kind of want to talk about a band that's from this time period that really doesn't get enough recognition, very, very overlooked. And I like focusing on these kind of things because hopefully somebody will go and check these guys out again, not just these guys, but other acts that I'm going to be talking about that to me were just really, really good at what they do. They just kind of got overshadowed. And the group I want to talk about today is Y&T, which stands for Yesterday and Today. It's a name coming from an old Beatles album. Yeah, Y&T. Uh, you may remember seeing some of their videos on MTV back in the day. Summertime Girls was their big song. But they never really seemed to have gotten over that hump. And realistically, these guys were better than the majority of the people that were playing at this time. They kind of got lumped in with them because they really weren't metal or even a hair band. They were just a, a, a 70s hard rock band that started in the late 70s. Well, actually earlier in the 70s, but they started hitting their their high marks late 70s, early 80s. And great, great musicians, great harmony, uh, simplistic ideas. It's just, you know, no, nuts and bolts rock and roll, man. It just punch you in the gut. Good time rock and roll stuff. And I'm gonna give you a couple examples of that. And uh, hopefully you'll go check these guys out. Again, this just gets me pumping, man. I love y and And I can't think of a better song to kick off with than Mean Streak. So here we go. Crank her up. Turn that knob all the way to 11. Here's Mean Streak by y Yeah! some serious butt, man. I Again, I think they were so overlooked, and it may be because they weren't dressing like everybody else. They weren't doing the spandex. Well, they ended up doing the spandex. But they weren't, uh, I guess maybe they were just a little older, you know, compared to a lot of the bands that were coming out. I say that, but you had David Coverdale running around in his 40s, you know, singing about Anastasia tonight, that kind of stuff. But... Uh, these guys, again, I, I, it's one of those bands that just always made me scratch my head of why not more people were into them because this is a solid rock band, man. Another great example. This song got actually, actually some airplay. This is the song that got me into them. This is the first thing I heard, and I was blown away. Um, again, I can't say enough about the musicianship in this band. Uh, you don't find many bands that can kind of do it all. in this this kind of music, in in the genre of of hard rock, heavy metal. For everybody to be, you know, very prolific singers, you know, the drummer's fantastic, everybody's really, really good at what they do. I just, uh, again, it just blows my mind that people don't know enough about YNT. So here's the song that got me started on them. I love this song, it's full of energy, it's a rocker, makes you sing along. So come on, sing along. love it, love it, love it. Hey, if you're a fan of YNT, T, let me know. Facebook page, Gmail address, anywhere, you know. <laughs> uh, to me, it's just one of those bands that people just don't talk enough about. Great, great catalog of work, a lot of albums. So it's not like they only made one or two. They got several albums out there. I'm going to move into, you know, we're doing the movie reviews thing. I'm going to call that Rick's Picks. <laughs> I say that this week. Next week, it'll probably be something different, or even two days from now. But Rick's picks. And what I want to talk about, a movie that's near and dear to my heart, is One Crazy Summer. Uh, I saw my buddy Billy Stewart putting a post out there where we're doing this 10 movies, you know, a movie a day challenge, movies that influenced you. And he put up kind of a twofer. He put this one up and uh, Better Off Dead, which are, you know, Siamese twins, basically. You could almost just run one right into the other, and you'd never even know that it was two different movies. Except the location they're in. But yeah, man, I, I absolutely love this movie. It's fantastic. And if you look on IMBD, we got a 6.4 out of 10. I would rate it higher than that. came out in 1986, if you don't remember. Um, and our synopsis, which is very, very vague, is an aspiring... Teen cartoonist and his friends come to the aid of a singer trying to save her family property from the developers. Uh, you got a great, great cast in this. you got Savage Steve Holland directing it. Also wrote the story. If you're familiar with his work, then you know exactly what kind of movie you're getting into. Maybe this may be where you even heard his name from was this movie. Uh, I remember going and seeing this movie in the theater and just absolutely loving it because of the cast. You got John Cusack in here. You got Demi Moore, Bobcat Goldthwait, uh John Matuszak is one of the bad guys. And you got Tom Villard in here. You got Tom Villard and Bobcat Gothwaite that are the Stork brothers. And they're kind of like a, me- a mechanic shop, you know, auto shop. And they're both just dumb as rocks. But, uh, you, you know, it's just that, uh, that team that you kind of fall in love with. And uh, there's... <laughs> There's a scene in here, to me, that's just absolute gold, and that's where Bob Gothwaite goes on the set, where they're making this movie called Foam 2. It's about a a dolphin with rabies. You know, it's it's a Jaws ripoff. And he goes in this this dressing room. It's basically a a trailer. And there's a Godzilla suit in there. So you get Bob Gothwaite slapping on a Godzilla outfit, and he's supposed to be somewhere at a certain time. And uh, he realizes that, uh uh-oh, he got carried away with dressing up, that uh, he needs to get out of this suit and get to the location he's supposed to be at. Well, he can't get out. get out of the way. Sorry, folks. There's a guy in front of me with a... He's hauling... I don't know. It's like his whole bedroom suit here. All right, fella. And uh, where was I? Godzilla. Yes. He's in the Godzilla suit, and he tries to unzip the head. It won't come off. So he decides <laughs> just to leave the outfit on. And he runs to the location where he's supposed to be, and there's this big party going on where they're developing the land. It's the, the developers of the you know the bad guys in the movie where this singer is trying to protect this land. It's her grandmother's house. <laughs> and they've got this model, like a scale model of what this new place is going to look like, little bitty buildings and stuff. And, you know, here comes Bob, Bob Gothwaite and he's hiding in some bushes. And uh, the old guy that's in it, I can't think of his name right now, but he's also in Christmas Vacation. You know, he's a guy who goes, eight o'clock. go out to my car and get my stogies. You know, it's that guy. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. You know, that guy. And uh, he's smoking a cigar, and he thumps the cigar, and it goes <laughs> right in the mouth of the guy. Hold on, I'm going to run off the road. There we go. Uh... He <laughs> He throws a cigar in the Godzilla mouth, and Bob Goldthwait's in there, so the smoke starts coming out of the mouth, it freaks Bob Goldthwait out, he takes off running, and he starts stomping on those little buildings, and it looks just like, (laughs) like a Godzilla movie, it's got that kind of wackiness in it, uh, it's, you know, you know what I'm talking about, y'all have seen this movie, so much fun, so wacky, scene from scene, there's always something going on, you got Booger in here from Revenge of the Nerds, uh, just a, a huge cast of people in this that just makes it so fun. And uh, John Cusack, you know, trying to be this artist. I think he fits the role so well you really identify with him. and It's it's John Cusack. I mean, you know, you see him in the other movie too. That's just, he was made for these movies. And uh, just a lot of fun. You get Bosco the dog, you know, it's real ugly. And you got the little girl that slaps the, the girls on the, you know, they slap the girl on the back and their faces get stuck that way, all those kind of things. Lots and lots of fun. The crazy uncle that's upstairs trying to win the the contest on the radio station, he's all bugged out, coked out, sitting there in, in his room all this time. It's It's just great. Great, great fun. Super 80s. I have a lot of time for this movie and it never gets old and another thing at the end of the movie you get a song that plays at the end which is one of my all-time favorite 80s songs by a canadian rock group called honeymoon suite Um, they had a few other hits not near as big as this one i absolutely love this song Uh, the first time i heard it first time i saw the video i was like man i really like this band and the album that this came off of the big prize I love every song on it, great, great band, and uh, yeah, I want to play that for you, I, I love this song, it's a little on the lighthearted side, it's a little lovey-dovey, but you know what, it's still great musician craftsmanship here, so uh, here you go, Honeymoon Suite with What Does It Take? make you feel good. (laughs) It's a great song. A couple more things before we take off. I'm going to cover, give you some news on what's happening on some of my other shows. If you're a fan of Short Bus Cinema, uh, we got an episode coming out this week where we cover a movie called Frozen Scream. And our guest is going to be Derek B. That's right. You hear Derek's name mentioned quite a bit on here. He's going to come join us on the show. Um, He's the one that kind of brought this movie to us. He's on uh, Cinema Attack. Uh, underwater Kaiju, he's on a lot of shows. I, I'm sure that when he's on the show, he'll tell us what all he's involved in. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, just a good, good buddy. I'm excited to have him on the show. We've been trying to do something together for a while, so excited to have him. Fantastic show. Need to check it out. Be out later this week. And I also want to talk about uh, my my pod of the week. Pod of the week. Who, who am I going to select? And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Exploding Heads podcast. Uh, don't know if you've listened to those guys or not, but just some iconic <laughs> podcasters on this show. Uh, of course, it's it's going to be a, a horror-related show. They're up to their like 65th episode, I believe, and they they're just doing uh, franchises. They're doing like a year of the franchise, so they're trying to you know go through all of those and tell you which ones are good, which ones are bad, and. Uh, I think episode 35, 35, episode 65 is Return of the Living Dead franchise. So you kind of know how that goes. There's some really good ones and some not so really good ones. But yeah, man, powerhouse team over there. You got Dave Z, you got uh, Christian Christian Luciani, and Brandon Orlick. And I tell you, it's a great show. Really enjoy it. You should check them out. They're both on Horophilia and Legion. So they're a little easier to find than some. They're they're the first ones I kind of remember kind of crossing over like this. And uh, I'm excited to have them in the Legion family because it's one of my favorite shows. Do yourself a favor if you're a horror fan. Check out Exploding Heads podcast. You won't regret it. And matter of fact, it'll become a staple in your your weekly routine. So there you go. They said they'd send the check in the mail. No, I do. I love those guys, and uh, hopefully I get to work with Dave Z pretty soon. We've been talking a little bit, and I may have him as a guest come on one of my shows pretty soon. Uh, We've been talking since early days of Helming, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to finally get to meet up with him and do something together. Folks, that's going to be it for me. I'm still driving to work. I hope you guys have a great day, and like I said, if you got requests any ideas, something you want me to cover, some questions about stuff, questions you want me to answer, just send them to me on the Facebook page, join us over there, or give us a like, and then also you can go to the Facebook, I mean the Facebook, I already said the Facebook page, you can go to the YouTube, nope, not the YouTube, you can go to the Gmail account, which is undermywheelspod at gmail.com, leave your questions and comments there, I would be glad to have you as part of the show, that's kind of what this is all about, If you guys aren't listening, I'm just talking to myself like Jack Burton in the beginning of Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. (laughs) Folks, have a fantastic day. We will see you Wednesday. See you later and keep her between the lines.